My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Kristen Crocker. She is intuitive leadership coach and facilitator. Hello Kristen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Anna. It's great to be here. Thank you. So let's start a conversation by diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? Ooh, let's see. I think for me, it was, I started off as an attorney and um, just really unhappy. And I finally, you know, I started realizing that everybody else, all of the other attorneys were really unhappy as well. And that kind of led me to my path of trying to figure out exactly what it is that I wanted to do. So I went through a a whole journey of film school and, um, you know, working in learning development and working in education. A lot of things led me to working with leaders in the workplace. And that's when I started to understand that I had this gift for understanding what people's strengths were. So like they they may not be able to understand their strengths, but I could see those things. Um, And in addition to that, just started to, the work that I was doing with them just around leadership, we started to talk about personal information, you know, because your personal lives leak in. And so that's when I started to really understand that I was interested in working with the full, the whole person versus just one aspect of them. And so that's kind of my journey. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And we're, um, you know, we should look at it from the holistic approach. So it's not just one thing that needs to be fixed, but really is the person that you are with everything that you've been through and a lot of times we don't know what our strengths are and you know with somebody really like um providing us that space where we can see and reflect back and kind of understand first i think first step is awareness to know where we're at and what should be done for us to move forward what are the blocks that really like holding us back and not giving us the chance to um to proceed to the direction that we are going and first of all also knowing this direction what is the vision for our life right a lot of people they don't know what they do what why they do what they do and what do they want to create in their life And also understanding that we are responsible for creating this life for ourselves is the big, you know, I guess mindset shift because a lot of times we are becoming a victim to, you know, saying that it's because of this certain person or circumstances that we're not achieving what we want in life. 
but really is coming back to understanding that we are the ones that has the power to create what we want. But I know that it takes time and uh, a lot of different tools and practitioners out there that help us to realize that. But what would you say could be the practices or maybe like habits that we can start with in order to become aware of that negative thinking pattern that might be holding us back, even from asking for help to go into that next level? Yeah, so I think there's a certain level of awareness and I agree with everything that you said, but it starts with really truly understanding, like when we talk about mindset, I think that's the key to everything. So in mindset, it's it's understanding like, what about your career? What about money? What about love or relationships? What about, you know, work? What are the things that you were taught? So the, the phrases, the, the words that people taught you, um, that you really are still holding on to. So for example, if you think that money is the root of all evil, that's going to really transfer into asking for or negotiating your salary in the workplace, right? If you really think that you can't do what you love and be happy, then that's going to really, uh, impact what jobs that you look out for, which jobs you apply for. So it's really starting with understanding your, your basic belief system about certain aspects and topics so that you can really start to, to see like what are the things that you really truly believe so that you can begin to be aware of them. And then also that's the next step is releasing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the belief system that install or maybe we've been conditioned to think a certain way, you know, it comes from the childhood or people we're hanging out around. So it's just like we absorb that and we took it as a truth and now we leave that truth. But again, it's like in our subconscious running our life, uh, really the reason why we make certain decisions in life and we don't really realize that but we need to understand like you said what are the beliefs that really um is the foundation of what we have right now and again what we have is the result of our own choices based on the beliefs that we have right so what is it that we created and how can we um release that what would what would you say would help people to uh really like become detached from certain beliefs that they still feel like they have emotional attachment to and uh to um to know that it's not something to feel guilty about right but it really like serves them maybe it 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 served them at a certain point in life where they acquired that belief, but now it's the time to let it go. What would be the, the process of shifting that mindset? So I think it's awareness is the very first step, just being aware of the beliefs that you have about a specific topic. And then next it's, where do you want to go? Where, what's, what's your goal? And, you know, so starting to understand a little bit or the connection with, Number one, where these beliefs came from, what are the experiences that really created these beliefs? Um, and then next, where is it that you want, what's your goal? Because 
what's the mindset that you really need to achieve to get to that goal? So I think it's connecting all of those dots that help you to begin to understand that, wow, I, I am going to need to release this because it's not going to allow me to get to this next level, um, or whether that's leadership or relationships or any aspect of your life, I think that awareness is, is super essential. And I think it also starts with a lot of these beliefs start with, uh, or your mindset starts with believing that you don't deserve certain things or that you don't deserve love or that you're not worthy of, of happiness or joy, things like that. So it's really examining what you really truly believe you are worthy of um, and deserving. And I think that's where it all begins so that you can release those. Definitely. And also, uh, again, I think it's like a condition in, in the society where we're trying to prove our worthiness through, you know, doing something or achieving certain I don't know, like something in life that we work for it or we study for it. And this is one thing that I need in order to prove that I'm worthy. But it's a very twisted uh, belief that a lot of people have and they think it's normal. But again, like just realizing that I don't need to prove my worthiness to anybody. And all of us just need to understand that we are here for reason, for a purpose. If we are here, that means I'm worthy of being just here. And I don't need to prove it to anybody. And to really like accepting that as just something that, uh, you know, will set you free from making those decisions in life and where you don't need to First of all, like looking at other people's opinion of you and what they expect in to, for you to be and like to perform at certain level, but rather focusing on what you want and what is it that you want to create and what will help you to achieve those goals. And I think um, we just need to be mindful of, uh, you know, not being distracted with what uh, really like doesn't serve us but being focused on what we want in life and knowing that we are worthy of just being here don't you think yes but i think that that's difficult for a lot of people to just say all of a sudden like oh i'm i'm worthy so i think it does take time any 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 shift is going to take time and sometimes you know for one person it might take weeks it might take days, it might take months for someone else, it might take years for someone else. I think that, you know, wanting to please other people is such a normal thing. That's how we're conditioned. You know, unfortunately, that's how we're conditioned. And I think it, it is definitely normal for people to feel that way, um, that they have to please. However, I'm in agreement that eventually you get to a point where you realize that when you are doing the things that fill you up, when you are happy, when you feel joy inside, that is when everything else kicks in around you. So when you're lit up, other people around you are lit up as well. So I think for a lot of people, it's understanding what is that thing for you? What makes you happy versus your parents, versus your siblings, your friends, your family? Um, and that's difficult because we do tend to be conditioned to really 
want what our parents want. We want to make them proud or our caretakers. We want to make them proud. And I think it's it's a journey to find out what makes you happy so that that worth can come from within. Yes, definitely. And also, um, I think we need to understand that if we are like have some kind of vision in our life and we know what we want, if we discovered what gives us joy and fulfillment, uh, we should not be um, pressured by time, but also knowing that it will require us to stay committed to that process and to just take consistent steps towards it. And I think the key is the consistency and not expecting overnight result you know, because we also look at social media and we kind of like compare ourselves to other people Definitely. and that, that really throws us off of the right track, you know, and we feel discouraged in some way, like we are feeling incapable of doing something, but we don't realize that this is what we see maybe even not true, or even if it's true, it could be the result of you know, the work that this person put in behind the scenes that we don't see what is required for that person to achieve that success. And it also should be an evidence for us to know that we also can do it too, you know, but we, for some reason, internalizing in, you know, like being harsh on ourselves. But I think with knowing that it will take time, but for different people, it's a different timeline. And we don't need to really like compare and, but rather focus on the joy that we're receiving, how we are enjoying that process and knowing what we want. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that definitely comparing ourselves to other people is not fair to them. It's also not fair to us. I had a woman, you know, chase me down on the street and say, like, what is your skincare routine? What do you do? And she was very disappointed when I was like, I use soap and that's it. Um, <laughs> because, you know, for some people, whether we're talking about skin or we're talking about health or weight or whatever it is, or certain strengths, they can come naturally. This is, you know, my mom has great skin. My grandmother has great skin. But for other people, it's something that they have to work at. And I think that that goes for every single thing that we do. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people who might do something so easily, so naturally. They wake up and it's and it's very easy for them. But for us, it might take a lot of hard work to do that. So that's why I really believe that people should find out what their strengths are. What are they great at? So that when you are you know, progressing, it's easy because that's what strengths are. They are completely, they come easy to us. And so a lot of times we think that we have to work at something um, for it to be a strength, but no, your strengths should come easy. They should be what you just wake up and you just do. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, I know you're also working with the teams and leaders, you know, in different industries. And yeah, really like, I think when you in that, uh, zone of genius, right? When you're doing something that you love, doesn't feel like you're working really, and time just disappears, and everything starts, you know, like it's just a feeling that you know it's the right. I guess area for you to uh to really focus on this is what you're good at and this is also what gives you that fulfillment and the more we find ourselves in those places where we can be 
at our best and give our best to others, I think we will impact more people. And uh, it would be just a more efficient way to kind of like uh, leave that legacy in that term, you know, once we figure out what that is. But the thing is like people, you know, a lot of times they get lost and they don't know what is it that um, will help them to discover that type of joy or fulfillment what do you think would be like the practice or the mindful technique that will help them to uh, focus on maybe like trying something new or discovering what is it that brings them this type of feeling so they can explore it in more detail and know for themselves that maybe I should focus my attention into growing that yeah, I think it's really just trying it. That's it, there's no simple way. It's really just action, right? So I I believe that when we have anxiety around what should I be doing, that action is the quickest way to dissolve anxiety. Because once you do something and you try it, you automatically know like, oh, I really like this, or this just doesn't feel right to me, or maybe I should give this a little bit of a try. We know that immediately. And if that is not for you, try something else. That's it's trial and error is really it's it's the shortcut to finding out who we are. It really is. It cannot be someone what's what someone else likes. It really has to be what fills us up. And I think that's the thing is that we spend so much time with showing attention or um, turning our attention outward that we don't spend enough time thinking about what really is making us happy. And I think that is that step. Look, you know, try something new. Um, you know, you hear about a new place, try that. See, see if that fills you up, right? So really looking at just trial and error. That's it. Yes, definitely. And we also have to, I think it's important to prioritize our mental and physical health enough to give ourselves this time. Because sometimes we'll focused on serving others and we don't give ourselves that time for self-care, self-love and ways to discover what is it that we'll like doing, right? We, for some reason, putting that off as something that's not a priority, which is should be the other way around. We should really schedule our time, you know, consistently with giving ourselves that uh, time where we discover and this is something that could lead to maybe uh you know starting a new business or maybe a new hobby anything that uh will you know will unravel along the way is because you prioritize that time and you give yourself really enough uh you know time to discover what is it that you love and also i think um like you said anxiety is something that really like in our society everybody experiences stress anxiety or some kind of like sadness or depression you know and they feel like they overwhelm and like burnt out at their job and really like uh, they don't have enough energy to do anything and i think uh with us first um giving ourselves time to relax and recharge and finding the way to fill that cup is just the foundation and it has to be incorporated in 
daily life where we know that we have to be the one that caring about ourselves because usually you know nobody else will come and save you you have to be the one right and you have to discover it for yourself sometimes you know some kind of like unfortunate event happen and people's uh like when you hear stories that you know they had no other choice but now like look for themselves but what if we integrate it as something that is normal that we should do and I think it will give us more of a, a perspective of what is important and where we should focus on don't you think yeah absolutely I think that for everything that I do self-care is a part of it and it's really creating sacred boundaries around what you love. So finding out what your, what are those practices that you absolutely love? Because for some people, meditation might be that thing, but for others, meditation doesn't work for them. So they have to figure out what works for them. Maybe it's nature walks, right? Maybe it is literally just disconnecting and watching television. Maybe it is going out to lunch with a friend, right? So, but ultimately it's about disconnecting from our lives in whatever way works for us. And then also creating that space where we can just have space to expand, that's it. So it could be in the shower. It could be on vacation. It could be taking a walk, but just kind of like if when you were just focused on work all of the time, it doesn't allow our brain to just think about other avenues, other ways of doing things. And so I definitely think that creating sacred time for things that you love and around things that you love are really a way that we can um, enhance self-care. Yes, definitely. And uh, for, you know, some people, it's hard to kind of like navigate where should I block that time for myself, they work in nine to five. And you know, like, there's always some type of excuses that come their way why they cannot do it but i think like maybe uh start to put it into your schedule even like 20 30 minutes a day doing something it will be the start and then you will see how you feel and uh, i also believe there are different ways of uh, for different people to discover what they like so it shouldn't be like one way approach and uh, because uh, we're all different and it, it's okay it's just uh, you have to try and see what works for you but uh, I think stress is the main factor it's like a common denominator if you see you know st if stress comes your way then like you not really uh, at your best you can perform well like you are very um uh i would say like limited in what you can create or what you can do so you have to find a way to de-stress yourself whatever that is because when when you're in that uh creative mode or when you're doing something you love you don't feel that stress and that's again oh it's just something that you should be looking into and uh I would like you to uh, tell us more about the coaching practice that you do. You're intuitive leadership coach and facilitator. Is there a certain uh, approach or like, um, you know, so what kind of like programs you offer and 
how you're working with people, individuals, and businesses to help them to go to that next level. Yeah, so I do. I work with individuals one-on-one. -on -one. In addition to that, I work with teams um, and then also organizations. So I get called in to do sessions with teams or organizations. Um, and that could be anything from leading with empathy um, to understanding how you know, how to implement change throughout your, your environment. Um, and then in addition to that, I do one-on-one -on -one intuitive executive coaching with people. And those tend to be leaders who are really interested in either they are an executive and they are just understanding that they're overwhelmed. And they're trying to think about like, I, I, they just get to a point where they just can't do it on their own and they are looking for a partner and they've normally done everything on their own their whole life, but they realize that they've gotten to a point that they want to make it to a different level. They want to experience more, more of something, more joy, more happiness, less stress. And that is when normally when people come and find their way to me. In addition to that, I also do run group coaching programs. So I do run a program, a year-long program for leaders of color who are growing, that want to be grown into the executive uh, suite. And then I do have another program that's a 12-week program called Expand and Lead for leaders that are that want to also grow into executive leaders as well. So that's a little bit of everything I do, but basically all of everything that I do has a few basic pieces of the recipe. The first thing is we talk about emotional intelligence, right? So we talk about how you navigate your emotions, um, you know, how you impact people and, and your triggers. We talk about all of that. We also, because I'm an intuitive leadership coach, we also talk about human design. So understanding how your energy uh, really impacts you um, how to best utilize your energy in your work, in your relationship, in your life. Um, and it's really ultimately getting people to trust themselves in their decision-making um, so that they can stop overthinking and experience less anxiety in their lives. So I am that partner. I am that guy to take either teams or people, um, you know, where they want to go, expanding and leading, but starting from within. Yes, everything starts from within, and you mentioned the emotional intelligence. I think it's a very important aspect for us to really like process those different emotions that come up. And um, the more we suppress them, the more we ignore them. I think it's just eventually we discover that it's kind of fires back, and we are experiencing some kind of like. Um, burnout or some kind of stress again because we're not taught how to process its emotions on a daily basis and how we can just let something go and let it through us because a lot of times we also look into you know some addictions that out there substances you know or even like food or you know consuming social media any type of distraction that or working <laughs> Yeah, and it's like a temporary fix, but this problem is still there and we still have to find a way to release and let go. And how can we, uh, if we're not, we don't know what to do, or we're trying to escape it. I think the way to heal is to feel. So first we need to, you know, 
find a way how to heal ourselves. And with that kind of like understanding and um, process of healing, we can start building our life again, like something that we know that we can be who we want to be and uh, with better um, emotional place that we're in then we have more space to in, invite something in our life that we are really deserve of you know and uh, I think with um, practices and you know uh, practitioners out there like uh, your practice as well it's helping people to really discover themselves first and find the ways to heal and release what really has been stuck for years and not allowing them to grow into the leaders that they are. And I believe a lot of people, they just born to be leaders. They just don't know about it. They don't know about the power that they hold inside and they need to rediscover that. And, you know, and I think it's just could be the really like turning point in their life to know what they can do and um, that's something I believe like everybody should be um, mindful of is how you can help yourself first and what is it that you need to invest in your own personal development what is it that working for you and from now on like we can just like move forward and I'm so glad that you shared uh, what is it that you practice and, and what are the ways that people can connect. If you can just share where they can find you online also so I can include in the show notes. Absolutely. So my website, kristencrockett.com. I'm also extremely active on LinkedIn and Instagram as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So people would know how to find you. And and as we close today, what would be the thought for today for our listeners? I think it's really understanding that you are the driver of your entire life. And so I have one tip for you, which is literally just responding to what fills you up. And that is where you're going to find your strengths, your passion is going to drive you in that direction, really starting to listen to what makes you feel like you have swallowed sunshine. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and wisdom. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Anna. Great to be here. for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned